0: Welcome to I'm Not Toxic, I'm Just Misunderstood. I'm your host, Callie. Um, I'm going to start off with a quote I said on Instagram last time, and most people wanted me to elaborate on it. I say, in order to receive love from your partner, you have to understand how they perceive love. And that way you will know when they're loving you. Most times, like when we go into relationships, we tend to go in with how we want to be loved. It's the same thing as treat me how I treat you. The, the way I love you is the way I want you to love me. We kind of go in a relationship just wanting exactly what we want, and that's it. There's no in-between or anything, and it's kind of selfish. Not understanding your partner in that sense is is just something that's just going to end up with both of y'all coming out, you know, with, with trauma, I guess. Because I have been in situations like that, but that's a story for another day. The topic for this episode is have the church failed this generation. The reason why I picked this topic is uh, religion has always been a focal point of my life. It's always been what I am, and God is who I'll always go to when I'm happy and when I'm sad. I grew up in a Christian household where my grandmother owned an orphanage back in Liberia, and on that orphanage, at nighttime, we were... uh, we would have something called devotion, where we would sit in circle, in a big circle, and everybody would say a Bible verse and tell God, thank you for the day, and goes on. And then at the end, we would pray, and after praying, someone would preach and stuff. And that was something we did daily. The, the whole time I was over there, wherever we was at, we did that. When we moved to different places during the war, we did that. God was always... I'll focus so me growing up in that it wasn't something that was forced upon me it's something I loved doing because when I was a child my mother told me a story about how at, at age 4 I had malaria and during the war we didn't have much medical attention you know my mother said it was bad with malaria and asthma it's just I, I probably was in the hospital for a day or two and a doctor came over to my mother and said, we're going to need a bed that he's on because we have patients that have better chance of making it than he do. You know, you should just plan for his funeral because there's no chance. Life was not valued at that point by people in the medical field, I guess. That's the story my mother told me. And she, hearing that, like, what? you telling me to plan my child's funeral? It, she was really confused. So she went over to my grandmother and told my grandmother about it. So my grandmother came to the hospital and picked me up took me home took me her room and prayed over me for the whole day and she prayed over me the whole day and the next morning i was the first person to wake up and the first child to wake up in the house and i was full of joy that was my first miracle and they called me a miracle child in my family because of that because i could have been dead but God saved me. You know, that prayer, my, my grandmother going to God and just pleading to him. This is my grandchild. Please, Lord. With God saving my life and me hearing that story, is, it's just like I have no reason of not believing in God. And as I got older, I, saw my, I didn't see myself dr- uh, drawing farther away from God. I saw myself drawing farther away from the religion, Christianity, and and i don't have anything against against god it was just like the leaders of the faith i try to separate the religion from god because i feel like our religious leaders are they they they're filling us they're not teaching the right things in church and as you get older you 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 read more and just understand anything more you sit in church and you're just hearing stuff like that's not that's not what I'm here for. With this generation, we question a lot of things. It's just, I don't know about the previous generation, but this generation, we question a lot of things because at the end of the day, salt and sugar look the same. I want to really know, is that sugar or salt? And that's how religion has become, where I will go to church and the pastor will just focus on, Oh, God would do this for you. God would do that for you. I want to learn the Bible. And when I started learning the Bible on my own, it was like the teaching of Jesus Christ was so different from what the teaching is of today's. And uh, I saw so many weird stuff in church that that just drew me back from it, where uh, like a guest pastor would come to our church and and after after he's done preaching, he'll pray for a long time, and he's like, "Okay, it's prayer requests and then he starts selling prayers he starts selling things they're like oh yeah if you if you uh if you put in a thousand dollars, I'll pray for you you know you start you, they start saying these little things and i'm like and I, and my mother, for a while, she would, like, we was broke. My mother, we didn't have, sometimes we didn't, we barely made rent, but my mother would go up there and write like a $5,000 check to these pastors to pray for her. And it was, they were selling prayers. And I, I looked at it like, what is going on here? And you see these, these ladies, these men, they would go up there writing these checks, and these pastors would pray longer. And then recently, I was reading something. And it said, in the early church in the Bible, when Jesus came, there was a group called Gnostic, Gnosticism. And uh, then that's where we get the word agnostic from. And agnostic means to not know. And gnostic means to know. And this group believed they 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 knew God and they was closer to, to, closer to God because they prayed longer and they just did things where they felt like there was close they they had to do to be closer to God. And these these were all groups that was against Jesus. And the crazy thing about it is when I look at it nowadays, we have those kind of groups in our church. And those are the groups that are running our churches nowadays. Where we forgot that the best relationship with God is the one you have with him, not the one that your pastor have with him. And, um, and that was one thing Jesus wanted us to focus on, having that relationship with the Father in heaven. And uh, we, 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 we forgot that. And I believe if Jesus came back today, our church system would kill him. They would go and say, crucify him again. Because he would be taking money out of their pocket. He would be telling the world that y- y'all don't have to go through these people to get to my father. And it's crazy that our, our parents, my parents, I, I, I can't speak for other parents. My parents just, just focus on, you know, going through the pastor to get to God. I'm not saying the pastor. The pastor in the church is, is an important thing. The man of God is an important thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, these men of God are going about it where they need to be worshipped like God is being worshipped. It's, it's so weird. Like, I'll go to churches and they'll call the pastor daddy. That is so weird to me, you know. Now we are, we are giving more. There's more respect given to the pastor than it is given to God in the word of God. We, I, I believe, like, religion have become traditions, and we carry these traditions on and on and on, and we forgot about the Bible, and that's what these churches is doing. It's all about the tradition they have created. And when I say, have the church filled this generation is, this church, the church right now only focus on who is given to the church. They're not focusing on who need the church. They're not going out there in places where these, where these kids are going through so much and praying for these kids or mentoring these kids. They're not there for them. They only care about the rich donors in church, the ones who are giving more offerings and, and, and paying the tithes and stuff, where they forget about what the main focus of the church is. And, and you go to certain churches, they sell food in church. It's just so weird to me because... There was a, there, there's, there's a point in the Bible where Jesus went to the temple and he saw people selling things. And he, dis, he got mad and he disgruntled everything. just Like, why are we treating the house of God like this? Our leaders need to do better. Our leaders really need to do better in church. They really need to understand what their main focus of church is. And uh, every time I go to church, I just hate hearing about money. I know money, you know, you need money to pay for this and do this. I understand that. But I just, like, I want to hear the word of God. I want to hear the teaching of God. I want you to focus on the Bible, the teaching of Jesus Christ. You know, I want to see the churches do more with the homeless out here. I live downtown, and I just see so many homeless people in uh, I believe, like, the churches have got to the point where they blame the homeless for being homeless. They, they blame that the, the people who are addicted to drugs for being addicted to drugs and not going out there and counseling these people and helping these people out. So that's what I mean when I say have this church fill this generation because I see most people, most people in my generation, withdrawing farther away from church, not going to church and and they would rather go to brunch on Sunday than go to church because the church is not teaching right. The church is not holding on to their member right. The church, they're just saying, okay, we got who we got, and that's it. We're not going to go out there, you know. And that's the problem with the church today. Leaders, I hope, so pastor see this. I need to do better. This is I'm Not Toxic, I'm Just Misunderstood. I'm your host, Callie. Thank you.